Hello and welcome to the AF Mentors podcast. This podcast is aims to help excellent coaches grow excellent businesses. I'm not going to make this intro long. If you're interested in mentoring, head to afmentors.com. If not, enjoy this episode. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Why can't I hear you? Is that me? Mm. Uh, it's. Oh, I don't know if it's this. No, I I can hear you fine. I still can't hear you. Wait, what is that? Go to audio. Oh God. Uh, what on? Uh, then set speakers to laptop <laughs> meeting. <sighs> Preferences, audio. Yeah, yeah, it is on on that. Yeah, my speakers are working. Is your volume on? <laughs> Now it works. Can you hear? Can you hear what? me? Yeah. What was that? I didn't do anything. <laughs> it must have been you. Oh, that is weird. Oh, it's also. Hello and welcome to this episode of the AF Mentors Podcast. Today I have Haley with me. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm good. Thanks. You? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you very much for your time and for your brain. And well, I don't want to embarrass you too much but one of the reasons I wanted to get on get you on is because I love your vibe and one of the things I really wanted to create with AFM was a community where coaches would help each other and where we could all kind of like share ideas and you've certainly like lived that with the amount of advice that you give to other coaches on AFM so firstly thank you for that and secondly made me realize you have a shit ton of knowledge to share so if you just want to introduce yourself a little bit as to like what you do, who you are, maybe a little bit about your background and then where your business is at at the moment. Okay, so I've got a ladies only group training studio, which is in Muggle outside of Liverpool. I specialise in helping women um, lose body fat, build confidence and just learn how to lift weights rather than just being stuck on the treadmill and doing hits. I also have two online services so I've got a membership which is like a community um, kind of group coaching Um, they get everyone follows the same program and I've built a website which has got like content education um, and then we do group check-ins and then I also do one-to-one coaching as well a um, bit more about the gym the gym is not like your average gym so it's not like a pure gym or like a gym that you can just come and pay £10 or £5 and do a class 
we do memberships only and everyone trains in small groups but everyone has their own coach like their own accountability coach so there's me and uh charlie who coach clients so we do weekly check-ins look after the nutrition so it's not your average gym we're actually helping people get results rather than just seeing them every now and again and then them buggering off and and not actually doing any of the the hard work um so yeah that's it i guess the coaching comes as part of the gym right as opposed to normally it's like a facility that you go and use you're actually coaching people as part of being a member of that gym yeah so I always say and people probably think what's the difference I'm always like no we don't do classes like we don't do classes because I think like classes is just you come in you show up you get beasted and then you go away and no one's even paying attention to anything else that you're doing and I noticed when I used to go to the gym when I was like trying to get into it no one would know if I hadn't been there in a week no one would know if I haven't been there uh, if I've only went once this week whereas we we literally know all of our clients we know them all by name we know all of their lives um and we know whether they're showing up like we're constantly on them you can't just kind of be a member and not show up we will we'll be on your case um and we know that it isn't just the exercise that gets you to where you want to be Um, we know that the nutrition is important the lifestyle is important and we know that the accountability is a big big part of like people showing up and people actually doing the work which is why I decided to coach people through it it, it kind of came from um, when I was doing just one-to-one PT, I was full and I couldn't, I couldn't kind of take on anyone else. Um, but I didn't, I also used to run classes in other gyms in the area and I honestly hated them because there'd be 30 people in front of me all doing the wrong thing or like, and if I wanted to, if I was trying to stop them and be like, oh no, you know, like just this technique, it was like ruining the vibe of the class. Like people didn't like it. And I was like, this isn't for me, these big classes, like they're just not for me. I can't help people in the way that I want to help them. But I was completely full one-to-one. So I just started doing like a couple of groups here and there. um, And they just, they went really well because it was basically personal training. um at a cheaper price than one-to-one and they were getting the same service. I was made, making sure that they were getting the same service and um, like it was always about them and making sure that they were able to achieve what they wanted rather than just them coming every now and again. I just found that from doing classes, I wasn't helping people in the way that I knew they needed to be helped. Such a good way to start a business is by seeing a problem rather than just like, this is what I want to do. And then not knowing if anyone really wants that, you kind of like did almost like a minimal viable product of, okay, this works. Now it's time to reinvest into that and get a studio and set up so that I can do this on a like grander level. Yeah. The other thing I really like that I think is really important if someone is thinking about starting a gym, you're never going to compete with Pure Gym or JD or whatever on what they do. Like there is no way in hell an independent is going to compete with these people. But what you do is completely different. Like there's no, as you're explaining that, like there's no, oh yeah, but I could probably just go to a Pure Gym. Like it's not the same thing. No. That's how you stand out. And that's why someone will be like, I'm going to go to you as opposed to yeah, commercial gym. Definitely. So my... I remember five years ago writing on a piece of paper. This is when I was in a PT. Um, I wanted to have a gym, but in my head, the gym that I wanted then was like a big gym, which did big classes that also had PTs working in there. And it had all these different things, a yoga studio, a spin studio, just like a pure gym, basically, but um, better what I kind of wanted. I wanted like a women's only vibe, just love 
like when women all get together, like the conversations and everything, just think it's hysterical. So I, that was what I thought before I was a PT, that that's what I really wanted to do. And then when I actually became a PT, I realized it was, there was much more, like that wasn't really going to work for me because like I said, in the classes, I wasn't helping people and in the groups I was, but they also like more people were able to access the help that I was able to give them by doing these groups. Um, so yeah, it, the, the goal changed. And I remember when I was setting up Lift and Glow, so it was during the pandemic um, and <laughs> it was like 2020 and I'm like, I'm opening a gym and everyone's like, are, are you okay? Like, yeah. have you seen the news? <laughs> Gyms are closed, like, are you okay? And I was like, no, um, I'm not okay, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I was like, um, I, I wasn't looking for a massive, massive space. And I was trying to tell people what I was doing, but a lot, like a lot of people, it wasn't that they were doubting me. They were like, oh, that's not going to work. Like, do you think people are going to pay? Like when I was telling my mom and my brother about the pricing, I was like, they were like, do you think people will pay that? And I'm like, but that's not unreasonable for coaching and what I'm doing. And they're like, yeah, but look, there's pure gym. Look, there's the there's this and this she's telling me about any time that's at the square, which is down the road from me. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not what I'm doing. Like the concept is totally different. Um. And like, yeah, so they, they obviously backed me, but they were just kind of like, are you sure? Are you sure? Question me. Um, and I knew that the model that I've got has worked for other people, but I just knew my area didn't have it, which is why people couldn't understand what I was doing at first. And I know a lot of people still will turn the nose up and go, oh, that's dead expensive, but you're not getting the, the quality of coaching, even from someone to one PTs that we provide. And it just, we've been able to scale the good service so it, it is worth it. And I wouldn't charge if it wasn't worth it because it's just not, it's not me way. Uh, yeah. And I can see that if you actually add up like a pure gym membership, plus your one-to-one PT on top of that. Yeah. Plus I think what people see a lot of the time is group is like, oh, well, if there's like three of you, then you're getting like a third of the attention. And it's not like that, if anything. And because I know a bit about your business and like the hype around it and how much your clients love it that you actually get more from the group it's like another thing that you're getting in that community aspect and the accountability of that and knowing that you're not in it alone and that other people have the same struggles and I think yeah it's to me like group coaching in any format like if it's done well it shouldn't be a lesser form of one-to-one it should be you're getting this support but you're also getting the support of the group yeah and I don't think there's a better way to encourage like self-compassion as well especially like the common humanity element of self-compassion which is like knowing that other people go through similar things yeah then literally doing it in a group yeah it's it's so it's so weird and it sounds so cheesy like I didn't think I wasn't trying to build a community my brother is in sales and he's like community community and I'm just like oh whatever I'm like bored of you talking about community I was just trying to like help people get from like where they are now to feel better like uh, aesthetically or health wise but actually a lot of the people who come they stay for the community so a lot of them don't need the support with the nutrition anymore they don't need the support with the habits we're there if we if they do if they booked a holiday and they wanted to start checking in every week they would we're there to support them and we will case them if they don't show up but um they just come because they love it like everyone's made me so don't know if you saw um we did the the second birthday party the other week and it's just wild everyone just loves each other it's it's really good and everyone gets to know each other and I think that's 
that's one of the the really big things people bring their mates into it because they know that like you know they enjoy it and you definitely get accountability off one another like it makes me laugh when we're in the gym and um say like someone's just slacking a little bit or you know they're partnered with someone who who last week they, they've they, they push each other so they'll be like well you last week you did well more than that or why haven't you got the 12s or they're like oh come on and they push each other so it's like a lot of the time me and charlie don't even need to do it yeah. for and them you know they push each other like, and keep each other. yeah like the banter and how much more fun that is yeah and the other thing that i've noticed more with the online side is that if you like if I'm always telling people, you know, don't worry if the scales don't drop every single week and blah, blah, yeah. blah, and this might be why and you might be on your menstrual cycle or like all these things. But if one of their peers is like, hey, this was me two weeks ago. I hadn't dropped weight in three weeks and suddenly yesterday I dropped four pounds. Yeah. That's very different than me for the 50, like for the hundredth time being like, yeah. just remember the scales don't <laughs> like ah, like I'm even annoyed at myself but hearing it from someone else so much better yeah One interesting point you made there and I I find this quite like a little bit I wouldn't say a barrier but just an interesting point do you think that before people join when they haven't been exposed to the community that that's actually a good selling point so I know you said that your brother's in sales and he's like push community and when I'm trying to sell EC method I'm always like the community is probably the best part but if you've not been in it you don't actually you're like oh that sounds kind of nice but also most people think that they're not interested in that most people are like no I just want this result or like I'm not really a social person it doesn't really sound like it's for me and then once they're in it they're like I would never leave yeah is it do you think it's useful to sell that aspect from the start if someone hasn't experienced it so I don't sell it as in the way um oh you're gonna make loads of mates and all that um, but I do I do talk about it in the way that like the other people will push it. So for the group, for the online group, I'm like, if you're struggling with a problem, someone else within that group has also struggled with that problem and they're going to be able to relate to you and they're going to. So like you've just said, then it's not just you over and over again saying this, those members actually pitching and help you. Or like, um, and I got this tip from you actually picking someone out and saying, I know, for example, recently um so I'm struggling to train with and they've got a toddler so I picked out people within the group and was like can you share what you do because I can't relate I've got no kids can yeah. you you know can you share and that's really helpful so I don't I don't think I sell it more I sell the result I sell the I sell what people want isn't it they want to they want to lose weight they want to turn off um but I do say I I speak about it as though it's a bonus um and yeah I don't think people want to come in and make friends and I think a lot of people um which I totally get as well if they do see how sociable we are and how close we are I think it's really intimidating um to come into a gym in person and I always feel so sorry for the new people but obviously we're always like getting them involved and stuff I think it must be hard to come into a gym and and everyone kind of know each other and all be chatting um but within a week that they're involved like we we don't let people you know get left out and and not feel involved um so yeah, I think that's like because we're in a small group, that's one of the real big benefits to it. I we can all have one conversation and I'll be like, oh, you know, if someone's not speaking, like I'll try and engage every member of the group. Um, so they do feel part of it quite quickly, although I don't sell it as you're gonna make friends, but they usually do. Yeah. So I guess in terms of business, it's more like an incredible retention tool. Yeah. Than 
is what you'd put on like your landing page of like point you'll make loads of friends here like actually that's why people stay it's not why people join definitely I think so and you know I'm big on retention like obsessed with trying to keep it key customers and I think that is the main thing the the community of it and even with the online group and in the gym it's the other girls like everyone always says if we get feedback you know it's the trainers and the other girls and and how it all makes them feel just that you just feel like you've got a team of people who are behind you people don't realize that's what they need they think they just need the PT to count every single rep or to check every single thing that they're eating um but being held accountable and being supported by loads of other people who are in the same position as you is really useful. They just don't know it at the time. So you mentioned that when you first like had the vision for this gym or the idea that like your family were a bit like, oh, are you sure it's the right thing? Like, how did you stay strong to that? Because I've noticed that a lot of successful business owners that I know and like some who are, you know, have huge VC backing now, initially it sounded like a really kind of stupid idea but they had a vision for it and they like as meant as much as people were like oh and from your your standpoint like it was probably your parents and your family being like are you sure that you know like to protect you more than anything rather than to kind of pull you down it was more like I'm worried that you're gonna spend all this time effort money and then be really disappointed if it doesn't work out so I'm just trying to like see if yeah. that's the right thing how did you kind of keep that vision so I'd made the mistake of listening to other people years ago. <laughs> so when I was in uni, well, throughout kind of my whole life, I felt like I was going to be doing something that was helping people and that I was going to be doing something that was like involved in like activity and stuff because it was proper tomboy when I was a kid. Um, I was always into going to the gym, although not doing the right things. So I think a couple of times I mentioned about wanting to be a PT and I was completely shot down by my mum, by my dad, by my brother. They're the three people who I always get advice off. Um, and I remember in the second year of uni, I nearly, I was like, right, I'm leaving. I just don't like it. I was doing criminology, which my mum basically picked for me. I just went for the sake of going. Um, I hated it. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I could be making money doing something that I really like. But at that time, I don't think the, in- the industry was not what it what it is now. And I was just, again, they were just like, no, um, there's no money in it. My brother was like, you're just going to be stuck around miserable people who hate themselves all day. Um, just they didn't understand, but none of them have ever like been into what I'm into anyway. Like they've not been into the training and the nutrition side of things. They are now, by the way. Um, so I was, I'd listened to all them all then so when I kind of knew about this I was like I value my mum's opinion on finances because she's worked in finance I value my brother's in sales because he's this whole career in sales same for me dad ran a business sales it's like product it was product based so I value their opinion on the things that I think I can like are going to benefit me but they don't know about the fitness industry they don't know about the models that were going to work um they had no idea and even though they were probably trying to keep me safe and like charge less get more bodies in and do it like this gym this gym works I'm like but that gym's not open anymore you know it's closed because the pandemic like or um that gym their accounts are are bad or do you know what I mean so I was like I just stuck with it I just knew that it was going to work because I'd already tested the group training in the previous gym that I was in, I'd rented a room from them and that was my room. I set it up, invested thousands in getting equipment. So I tested that out 
Um, and because it was working, I just thought all I need to do is is replicate this and just do more sessions. Um, and then I can get more people in. So I knew it was going to work. I just had faith in the idea. Um, it was just obviously scary. And when people are doubting you, you're a bit like, oh, because even to the point of how I laid the gym out, like um, even like things, everyone had opinion. My brother was like, why is the room white? Why are you getting yellow neon? I'm like, well, because yellow's anyway, that's not going to look good on a white wall. And I'm like, why is everyone just keep like doubting what I'm saying? But no, they look at it and they go, no, it was all absolutely perfect. And I was like, just just got to know, go with your gut and just know, take advice that you know that they've, they're experts in, for example, finances, sales. But if they don't know gyms, they don't know the fitness industry, then they, 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 they've, their opinion, they can give it me, but I don't need to, I don't need to act on it. I don't need to take it on board. And yeah, that is great advice. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, and I guess part of this is like investing in the gym, but investing in equipment. And then like, I know you've done numerous mentorships. You do a lot of like CPD, making sure that you're up to scratch with all this stuff. How do you mentally get over the barrier of investing in yourself as someone who, to my eyes, is very good at doing that? Um, I so the equipment and stuff I haven't got a problem with with investing in that because it's just like I can see it it's tangible yeah it's tangible I can see it I can see the girls lifting it um I can see the neon signs everyone's taking pictures of them like it uh, like things like I've invested heavily in the sign outside the gym like I wanted it to light up I wanted it to be dead bright and it is like and I and I didn't like scrimp on equipment and stuff and I never struggled spending on that because it was tangible like you know it, it was all there and I just I didn't want to have cheap equipment I wanted it all to be matching um which is good because it makes it all photogenic and then I would say I wasn't really down for investing in myself in terms of courses I always would like because I could say that's education but in terms of mentorship I was like oh I don't know I don't really know I've never experienced it so um I'm just not sure but at the end of last year I was literally I just, I don't know, it was just in a horrific place, like not ma- not managing my time well, not really knowing what I was doing. Um, so, and my friend had just been working with this business mentor and she wasn't a fitness, um, she wasn't in the fitness industry. She was just a, she just helped six-figure entrepreneurs and it was a huge investment and I just made it. I was like, do you know what? The money is there. I spent um, thousands going on a retreat and then it was a six-month membership after that. It was a lot. And um, once I made that step, I was like, that's it now. I'm never not going to have a coach there to help me. I'm never not going to do something um, because I'm worried about how much money you're going to spend. Because I just think the return on your investment is massive. And you think, you think, oh, you know, I could use that for this holiday or I could save that away and buy another house. But really, it, you, there's, you never waste the money that you're investing in yourself. Um, and I've learned loads I don't think I'll ever not have like you know I don't think I'll ever make not make investments I actually spoke to my mum my mum does me accounts and I think it was like something mad like over 20,000 pounds in the last year or and she was like it is a lot and me and Fran were saying oh we, we you know that's like another deposit and I'm like yeah but that's literally all gonna just pay off for the rest of life like I've got knowledge and experience now that I never had um a year ago and like being around other people who have been where you've been who can give you like actual advice so when my mum and my dad are giving me advice doesn't 
no, they don't know. But if you give me advice or like another person who's been in my position, then you're going to value it and you're going to actually know that it's worth maybe following in, you know, or taking your own spin on it. So yeah, it was hard, but I just jumped in <laughs> at first and invested a lot. Like once you start doing this and I used to be really bad at it and actually Emil really helped me with investing in myself and he partly, I think from just being exposed to him and how much money he spends on it and doesn't even think about it. He's like, I give myself unlimited spend on self-improvement. So whatever like he kind of classes as that. And I'm not, I'm certainly nowhere to the extreme that he is, but actually being exposed to that extreme made me like push more that way. And I'm like, okay, actually now I can see the benefits of this stuff and he used to pay I think it was like something close to about three thousand a month for his mentor that he'd have like two calls with a month and he's like and I was like that's unbelievably expensive and he's like if I get one piece of information from that it's worth it yeah it's like wow I mean that's an extreme view right but I do think that there's something to be said for for that and then I also think I know for myself like if I invest in something heavily financially I will show up so much better for that definitely because I've put money on the line and because I'm like financially invested in that yeah I agree with I know we both listen to a lot of Alex Harmonzi he talks a lot about like investing in yourself and self-improvement and that really like the biggest investment is like a reinvestment in yourself SME doesn't he yeah 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 Yeah. and I love that I'm like actually that is so important I, I remember speaking to financial advisors and even from like a business perspective they would say that like well it wouldn't be directly to me but like what can you do to put back into your business instead of thinking about putting yeah. more into a pension or like buying another house or putting a deposit down like yeah those things can go up and down but actually reinvesting in yourself and your knowledge like hopefully that's never going to go anywhere and is only going to compound yeah I've always been interested in expanding my knowledge but I was trying to do it cheap or do it in a free way so I was like listening to podcasts or um like I was like members of like you know um I used to be a member of lift the bar which is amazing but you know you're only you're only going to get like certain amounts from free stuff or low-end stuff the like you say when you invest in yourself when you're actually paying something that you think oh that's a that's a bit of a chunk of money you're gonna do the work like you really will do the work and um I think that's a big part of it for me. It's like the accountability to to you, the rest of the group, but also to myself as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't want to get to the end of the year and my mum or my accountant look at my accounts and go, what's that? Have you even used it? I'll be like, no. Do you like, it, you, you're going to make sure that you use it when you invest in yourself. You will do the work. And there's more information shared within things that you invest heavily in like you, there's only so much you can get from free stuff you can get amazing stuff you can definitely get started but um when you there is just something but you get more when you're paying for it from yourself and obviously from from what it is you're involved in um so yeah it's definitely something that I feel like I'd, I'd always do um side note on that because I just got an email from Lisa Bar and they asked me to promote this but there's going to be I think it's like four weeks for four pounds Lift the bar is amazing. Yeah, yeah, and it's really good stuff on there. So just go to, I guess, liftthebar.com and it would have to be this week, I assume, because I think it's a Black Friday deal. So I actually, I've got a couple of trainers, you know, who like, who messaged me who are fairly new um, 
to the industry and one of them is like on her way to going full time and I'm like come on let's do it let's do it she's just got a part-time job and she's just been messaging me about um mentorship and stuff like that so she's not ready to invest and I was like get lift the bar just just go on lift the bar because that's what got me like going at the at the very start definitely worth it yeah yeah there's a lot of great information there um okay one thing I did want to ask because I think having you on and knowing that you've started your own studio was there or start your own gym was there certain like mistakes that you made or if someone else was starting this like what advice would you give um what's the mistakes that I made um I mean there's probably... a sign if there's not that many no there probably is mistakes that I've made um I think that I well I did make a big mistake last December and this has given you a proper insight into um I think that this was just a, a a bad business move because I was absolutely desperate for some time off. So when I opened the gym, it was literally me every session. I brought in Charlie, um, who is amazing and, and helps and stuff, but I wasn't allowing myself a holiday or any time off. I just wasn't giving myself a breather whatsoever. Also had the online business. So it was just like work, 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 work. So I got to the end of the year and I was like, I want two weeks off over Christmas. I'm not working at all. The gym is going to close and I'm going to discount everyone's membership 50%, which just meant that I lost money in December. Um, so it was like those little things. I was trying to give myself time off. And at the time I was like, oh, it's okay. I'll sacrifice the money. But I already had really high expenses in December because I throw a party for the members because I get everyone a Christmas present. And I was like, oh, that wasn't, a good idea I shouldn't have done that so then I was playing catch up making up for that loss from uh for the first quarter of this year so that's something that like moving up moving forward I learned from because I was like I can't get to the end of the year and not have a holiday so I need to put myself in the position where I can have a holiday which is bringing Charlie in trusting her a little bit more delegating more work um and just kind of letting go a little bit because now this year I can stay open all of December between Christmas and New Year and you know we're not we're not going to get that again so that was probably a hit like financially which was just it taught me that I need to take time off throughout the year mm -hmm. um maybe that then, I, now obviously you've got someone else and you've given them a little bit more trust so that you don't have to be there all the time how do you think your life balances oh my god it's so much better yeah. so much better I used to just, I was just in constant panic mode, which is why I signed up with the first mentor, mentor that I worked for because it was just speaking to me. I was constantly panicking. I was in a, like a constant state of stress. I used to wake up like <gasps> in the night, just like the gym's burning down. All of the members have left. I'd be waking up and checking team up. Like, and you, I, I was like, what is, what's going on? Like, And it was just like, everything was always on me. And it was like just the weight of, everything was just on me and I had people who were willing to help you know I've got Jenny I've got Charlie I had people who could help um I had a VA but I just took everything on myself um so it was horrific I just felt like I ruined my own life at the end the end of last year so this whole year has been about um stepping back a little bit and trying to trying to make the business work for me you know rather than me just like I felt to me I felt to myself last year what's the point in having all of this when my quality of life is just rubbish like non-existent um I felt guilty for having any time off and stuff so 
this year it was all about like just going on holiday <laughs> enjoying myself and just realizing that the business actually is works really well with me not there it doesn't rely on me a lot of that was my own mindset of like not wanting to you know give up trust I always I, I used to worry that people were only coming to the gym for me so I would worry about giving away too many sessions when it's not the case anymore it's a brand like people know the gym for the gym not just for me um, and people come for Charlie people come for Jenny so it's just all those little things within within my own head that kind of needs to get over but this year has been so different it's been amazing I think that does take a while when you take someone on then you're like oh now I need to give away you know something yeah. that you've created yourself but yeah. once you do and once you realize that actually and speaking as from my own experience that actually giving away certain clients they get a better service because I don't have enough time to give them yeah. the time that actually a coach that's doing this full-time can give yeah definitely yeah. it's definitely a learning curve that one yeah um, so back to the top tips for opening a studio if you could give if someone was thinking of opening one or a gym um def- definitely not com- definitely not try to compete with other gyms do something different do something outside of the box if you're in an area with loads of gyms who are all also doing the same thing as you then um maybe try and put a different spin on it somehow try and be try and be unique um i would honestly the best thing i did was sell like pro like a program this is like a um this is for you to lose fat build muscle um and like coaching i sold it as coaching it's not classes um and i i understand the attractiveness of wanting to do the big classes and stuff because you're thinking look at all the bodies within my gym but i just think that with what we do the people are investing a lot so the turning up they're actually getting results which is better word of mouth wise um f- for the gym the retention's high um and then i would also say to make sure that you invest in good equipment rather than it being like just the cheapest that you can find um i think people notice it when people were coming in they were like oh this is lovely is that nice invest in some instagrammable things so i know i spoke about this on a call the other week but just sort of stuff that someone can come in and take a picture of um and be like oh look this is where i am so when my walls were all playing it's like no no one knew that we existed as soon as i got the do it for you sign as soon as i got the lift and glow sign within the thing everyone takes a picture i've got like two or three today people people have put up um and then that gets people saying you know where's this what do they do um what else yeah build a team don't try and do everything yourself because you will burn out and it's not fun um yeah the retention point's really useful and interesting because it takes a lot of pressure off people to just like if you've got a big class but you've got a big churn rate then you've got to still keep trying to fit in whatever it is 30 50 people and they're dropping off and then other people are coming in and it's like that's hard and it feels like you're constantly really pushing marketing whereas I know that you have like specific intakes and then a waiting list yeah which which makes it like much easier like you know there's the stress off marketing so actually you can focus on doing what you do best which is coach really well make the gym essentially market itself from the Mm -hmm. results you get from your clients from word of mouth from making it like instagrammable obvious where you are when you take a photo 
and then like you're not having to stress about all the like should I do Facebook ads or should I go around here or and actually remembering what you started doing this for which is to help people and you obviously love coaching yeah definitely I do I've a lot of people would doubt on me because I don't I don't offer pay as you go like it's just not something that you can do so you can't just try it before you become a member you you either want to do it or you don't want to do it and I think um a lot of people doubted that but I actually think it's good because when people get in they stay when they do the six month trial that I six week trial that I put them through people don't want to have to do that again they don't want to leave and then come back again because they might not get in we run at full capacity so and I make everyone aware of that aware of that so you can't just like join any day and I think that works well because you know it does create scarcity it does create demand and people when it's like exclusive you know people do people do want to go to it especially in this area I feel like if something's exclusive they're like oh I want to be part of that um yeah and even little things like if you're full and someone's like I don't know oh I just want to pause for December and then come back and you're like well you know you you can leave but there's no chance you know like if you come back in January realistically we'll be full yeah yeah I don't want to leave as well right yeah, and then a lot of the members have like loyalty prices as well. So um if they leave, they have to pay full price when they come back. Because when I that was probably one of the mistakes from when I opened is that I wasn't although people will think that they're paying a lot, I wasn't charging enough for what I was actually doing. And when I did more research on other gyms who were doing a similar model, because it was it wasn't really working out as profitable as what I thought. Um and I was like, what's going on? Why is this? And when I've done research and looked at other gyms with a similar model, I was charging way less than them. And that was like most of my members. So prices have had to creep up, but a lot of people have got like a loyalty price. So that also keeps them in. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, that has been excellent. Thank you very much for your time and all of your expertise. And yeah, yeah that's all. <laughs> Oh, thank you. If people want to like find you or ask you questions or follow you and follow the gym, where can they find you? So the gym is at Lift and Glow Fitness. And then I'm on Instagram at Haley PT underscore. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.